Okay, on this podcast, we are going to be talking about our Bayview Palms, North Miami Beach property in specific, because what we did in order to acquire that property was probably advantageous for people to learn and understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like to, like, like there's two parts of analysis of any deal. Uh, there's some objective analysis, which is hard statistics you can find sometimes online or, or whatever, population growth business growth, stuff like that. Job growth. Job growth, yeah, exactly. And then uh, some other more subjective anecdotal ev- um, evidence <clears throat> is needed as well. And sometimes I think that's actually more important than the objective because I think objective data lags reality <clears throat> and it's always rear looking. So uh, getting the boots on the ground feel for cities and talking to people that are local is invaluable. And I think that's what separates an average investor from a good investor is the ability mm-hmm. to see things before they happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I guess if we had to start out, right, like we, we started out um, saying, hey, the returns in the U.S. are higher, right? So we tar- yeah. started with a broad kind of spectrum of the U.S. as a whole. And then we kind of identified some spe- specific trends that were happening in the U.S. Um, and this was kind of at the time when uh, lockdowns were happening and, and certain states were doing certain things and locking down their citizens. And it seemed at the time that a few states were remaining open mm. and really pushing a more pro-business uh, mentality. And we're not here to debate that, right? Mm. I, I'm not sitting here saying one's better than the other, one's right or one's yeah, wrong. So, so, so there's arguably benefits to, there's actually benefits to states that will lock down citizens when, with regards to real estate. And we've yeah. actually seen it here in Canada. So, yeah, yeah. so, but so, there, there are, uh, other advantages on the opposite side of the coin where say, for example, Florida as a state, when they stayed open, produced a lot of advantages. And that's what we hedged on for this particular deal. For sure. Yeah. I mean, some of the advantages, like just strictly economic, of course, when you lock down, you can't build anything Yeah, and you cause inflation, you cause building costs to rise, you delay projects, all of a sudden you limit <clears> supply, <throat> yeah. right? So from a pure investor's perspective, well, if the supply is going to be limited, then I can go buy assets that are probably going to appreciate more. Um, but the specific thing that we saw in states like Florida, not just Florida, some other states as well, but because that because they were remaining open, it was attracting a lot of people mm-hmm. that wanted to maintain their freedom, that were tired of lockdowns, that were wanting to move their business, for instance, from a lockdown state where they couldn't even operate. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, a lot of businesses got shut down, even here locally, restaurants and all these mm-hmm. other things. And they said, screw, screw this, I'm out. Um, so we started to see that trend. And, and, one not, of the, and not, even, not even like small businesses, like massive Silicon yeah. Valley businesses, massive national corporate head offices, yeah. like you, you name it. A lot of these big, big juggernaut companies were moving to Florida as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a great point because uh, one of the things, the, the COVID changed people's mentality of uh, this whole belief system that I need to stay in this state. I need to... S- work from this office. My, my head office is here. So I need to work in New York or whatever mm. the case is or Toronto. Mm. Um, but COVID got people thinking, I actually don't really need to be here with the internet and all these other things. I can either work remotely or I can pick up my business and move. Mm. It just freed people's minds to think outside the box a little bit. And I'm talking, this is in the hundreds and thousands of millions because mm-hmm. okay, it freed my mind. We're seeing it play out here in Ontario with people moving from all over the country to a place like Windsor because of the prices and all these other uh, things and access to Detroit. Um, so it's not just a, a hard data thing. It's also a, uh, like I said, a freeing of people's minds and getting people thinking like, yeah. Hey, I don't need to live in a state where it's winter six months a year. I mm-hmm. can go to, I can go uh, get 
summer, what, 11 months out of the year, yeah. access yeah. to the Atlantic Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, like it's a, you know, it's got people thinking outside the box and not just people from the U S people from around the world, mm-hmm. a state like Florida has become a hub. Mm-hmm. It has become a global hub for people that are looking to get out of lockdown, Italy, lockdown, Australia, mm-hmm. you know, where are they going to go? Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to look for a safe haven. So yeah. again, we're not debating if this is right politically or not. What we're saying is this is what's happening in the state of Florida. It really got our attention. So you know what do we, what do we do right you you found the you found yeah, the so, we we were looking yeah. you know a lot yeah, yeah so um obviously from the get go um the way the way that I approach real estate in the U S is a little bit different than how I would approach it in my in my local uh, market here and the reason for that is is because when I find property or really, I don't really necessarily find property here locally. What I do is like, I, I like to kind of go and look at specific little pockets of, of what I actually like and understand those little pockets and the markets and all that stuff. Because even, even in Windsor, you know, Windsor as a whole has a lot of different submarkets. So, um, you know, over the years, I've learned to understand the little submarkets here in Windsor, where I want to be, where I don't want to be, what I think is going to pop off, where I don't think is going to pop off. Uh, the States for me is a little bit different. It, it doesn't really matter for me if it's in Michigan, Florida, California, Seattle, Washington, like it doesn't matter. It, it, Idaho, like it's, it's pretty irrelevant what state because I don't have the connections in those particulars in, in, in one particular state over and above another. So I look at the United States as one market for me. And then I start zeroing down, okay, well, where would I want to be in the United States? Where do I find the most attractive deals in terms of cap rates, cash flows, things like that? Then I start drilling down, okay, well, if, if this is where I want to be, where, what does a submarket look like? Are, are, are there fundamental driving factors in that particular submarket? What's, what's the population growth in the submarket? What's the job growth in that particular market? Um, <clears throat> you know, What's the absorption rate of that particular market versus the uh, versus the um, I can't remember exactly what the other term is. What's the other term for uh, yeah, like whatever yeah, the, the supply pro- coming online? Yeah, I can't remember. There's a, there's a specific yeah. term for that. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it is. But uh, you know the absorption rate versus the uh, whatever that that term is of of property coming online. You, usually, th- that's a big indicator. So when when you have, I, I actually that's an indicator that I really like. For example, which a lot of people probably won't actually understand. Or have because the data is not available in Canada. Exactly, it's yeah. not available here. It's available over there. And absorption rate over the over twelve month period is how many people are renting out available units versus units coming online. Mm-hmm. And I like to see absorption higher than the units coming online. Mm-hmm. It's an indicator of potentially overbuilding. Exactly, yeah. and then and then rental increases. Like how much is the annual rent growth? You know that can lag behind, but absorption I find is a trend that will continue. It's a good point. Right? Because yeah, they're they're predicting, okay, we exactly. have this many permits, this many units exactly. are coming online. And, and, next- and it takes time to build. Yeah, so it's yeah. something that's not going to be all of a sudden like rate shocked. It's yeah. not, you're not it's gonna impossible. have a shock, right? Yeah, you're not impossible. gonna have like some kind of like, you're not gonna have like a major layoff all of a sudden at a big corporate plant or something like that. Then all of a sudden the, the rental income is gonna drop mm-hmm. or, or the rent growth is gonna drop. No, absorption is gonna continue to- yeah, It's a leading it, indicator. It, it, exactly, yeah, yeah. it's a leading indicator. So- um, so those are certain things that I, I, I use to actually, you know, underwrite this deal. Um, a couple other things that we did was 
uh, news articles, right? You know, wh- where's the trending news coming from? A-, a lot of the trending news was coming from, hey, this company, Oracle's going to Miami. Hey, uh, this company's going to Miami. Microsoft's going to Miami. You know, all these other companies are going to Miami. Not necessarily North Miami Beach, but Miami. And the reason why I liked North Miami Beach in this particular property, even though these juggernaut companies weren't going necessarily into that particular submarket, was because that submarket is only 20 minutes away. And it's way more affordable than the Miami Dade County, not Miami Dade County, but Miami, uh, the, the, the Miami City, right? Like the city of Miami. It's yeah. much more affordable. And 20 minute commute is nothing. Yeah. Well, we see, like, look in Toronto. How many people 100%. actually live in Toronto, right? Look I, at all the sub markets yeah. of Toronto. I, I've have known exploded people that commute every day, an hour to hour and a half there and back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 20 minutes is 20 yeah. minutes is nothing. So exactly. A rising tide lifts all boats. As these tech companies move to Miami, it's going to put pressure yeah. on that market and they're going to have no choice but to expand exactly. out. And, it's it's and, inevitable. Exactly. And the reason why I do like this particular submarket where we where we uh where we committed for that um well where we bought that particular package or portfolio of condos the reason why i like that is because like what you said a rising tide lifts all boats and um it's it has the it has a lot of fundamental uh uh amenities in that specific area that are really telling a good story it's walking distance to Whole Foods. It's walking distance to Starbucks. It's walking distance to LA Fitness, Home Depot. What people don't understand, like what people should understand is that Starbucks, Whole Foods, LA Fitness, when you start having like these kind of uh, a little bit more upscale uh, retailers come into a submarket, they've done millions of dollars of research. They already know what's going on in that submarket that alone will tell you a story about what's going in and what's going on in that submarket. Yeah, they've done 90% of the work for Yo, you. Yeah. Like, big, yeah. Big time, yeah. big time. If and Starbucks the, likes the area. Yeah. They're probably smarter than me. 100%. Yeah. So, so, you know, whole foods, like people, there, there's a specific demographic that's going to be mm-hmm. shopping in whole foods. And what we ended up doing was we ended up getting a B class. What I consider, you know, we, we didn't get, we didn't get a, a banger of a deal. We got a great deal. But it wasn't like we didn't steal the portfolio. But I truly feel that eventually this portfolio and the entire submarket, because what's crazy too is what 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 you know another thing that I wanted to look into. Well, how old is the Whole Foods? How old is a Starbucks? How old is a LA Fitness? And it was just put they were those things were just put in there the last couple of years. There you go. So the submarket's telling a story to those retailers that they understand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they know that that submarket is gentrifying. Mm-hmm. They understand that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, obviously we're going to understand yeah. that and we see that. And this may have been even <clears throat> pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, which Probably. has accelerated yeah. what was already happening. Exactly. Um, another big thing too is just uh, the government, right? Like the, uh, who's it? The governor of, of Miami, uh, Suarez. Or the, the mayor. The mayor, sorry. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Uh, yeah. The mayor, uh, the guy's putting up billboards saying, Send me a text message if you want to move your company to Florida. In other states. In other states. In other cities. Yeah, think, I love that. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, a mayor that is a businessman first yeah. before a politician. That's rare. Yeah. So you have a businessman mayor. They have no state taxes. Um, 
what would you know? What would you do if you had the opportunity to move yeah. your business? Like I'd be, I'd be gone. I'd be, yeah. I'd be. I mean, you know, it's, it's certain businesses, certain businesses need to be, you know, in certain states, or you know, it's, sometimes businesses are super, you know, uh, you know, super. What if you were just starting though, right? Like if, yeah. You, yeah. So, anyways, you know, yeah. it's not going to move everybody, but no, it's going to yeah, get course. people. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to get which people. Which is what taken. we're seeing. What were those numbers yeah. that you talked about earlier? What were those numbers? Uh, so it was. Uh, between 2020 and 2021, 550,000 people migrated to Florida. Think about that. That's uh, migration. That, that, that's, that's national migration. That's not like immigrants coming overseas or whatever. Yeah, that, that probably that, doesn't include any of those no, as well, that, which is or, accelerating. Or like, you know, so, yeah, yeah. You know from, from any other kind of uh, you know, Latin American yeah. com- or countries or whatever. Yeah, that, now, it doesn't include those. Yeah, 550,000 people. So Florida's a big state. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah. It's a 22 million population plus or minus. Yeah. But you got to think, Canada's population is 36 million approximately. Mm. We have 400,000 immigrants coming in to the whole country. Yeah. So you have uh, 550,000 people is a 2.5% increase in population. That's a big increase because yeah. to build 2.5% more supply in an environment that is hampered by COVID where supplies are limited globally, not just in Canada, mm. that's going to be hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of units that need to come online. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just starting out in my opinion, right? This trend is only a year or two deep. Mm -hmm. This could be a five or 10 year trend because I don't think the federal government is slowing down uh, in the U S their policies on lockdowns and everything else. And you have states like stronger. They're getting, yeah. I mean, from what we've just seen even in the last 24 hours, they're getting way stronger. Yeah. They're, they're, they're clamping down even harder. So it's going to accelerate it even more. Mm. Uh, And again, not just in the U S guys, this is global. Florida is a very global city. I think 30% of the population or something wasn't born in the U S the population of Florida. Mm. And anecdotally, when we were down, we've visited Florida three times now in the past few months. Yeah. Let's talk about what we, what we, what we did when we were down there. So one thing that we noticed is a ton of people, just like I just said, are not like, like we met people from Germany, people that were born in Russia, people, people from Australia, people from all over the world were in, in Florida, either as a second home, a vacation home, or they moved there, they moved their businesses there to live. Especially New York, New Jersey, California. Oh man, so many people. I don't even know so if we many talked people. to anybody that wasn't from there either. <laughs> Seriously. Or, yeah. or the majority of people that weren't from there. Yeah, Chicago. Like any Americans, any American, yeah, Chicago, yeah, yeah. any Americans. It seemed like we didn't even talk to anybody that actually was from Florida. It's true. Yeah, very, it's true. It's yeah. a huge hub yeah. uh, globally, not just for the US. And, um, I think that's super important because I think that's going to get, it's going to become more of a hub um, than it already is, which it's already a major hub. So that was huge. Um, we heard the same story over and over again, which was um, I, we're, we're tired of the lockdowns. Remember that couple we talked to in the restaurant from yeah. Chicago? Yeah. We're tired of lockdowns. We moved our whole family here. We work yeah. from home now. Yeah. We're tired of Chicago's mayor. We're tired of the crime. We're tired of this. We, yeah. we saw what was happening in Florida. We like Governor DeSantis. We like the anti-lockdown. We don't want our kids wearing masks in school. Yeah. We're tired of it. We're, yeah. we're leaving. And that was just once. They want like, their freedom back. Yes. That yeah. was like, the, we heard it over and over again. Yeah, from yeah. uh, you know, We talked to 40, 50 pe- random people mm-hmm. and the, the anecdotal subjective test was passed, right? Um, and I liken this, remember I, I was telling you the story about um, the big short, mm-hmm. right? Where it was kind of the opposite situation where in this, in this movie, which was what preceded the 2008, 2009 crash, these people were onto something and they went down. I think it was actually Florida and they were talking to people and the people were there were saying like, Oh yeah, I just bought my third home. I just, you know, uh, they'd go talk to a strip club, a stripper at the strip club. I just bought my third home. And, and in their minds, they're like, Oh my God, it's happening. Right. They've lent, they've lent out too much money. The market's about to crash. 
and they got the subjective data before it was objectively available. Mm. The rest of the world didn't see it because they were only focused on the statistics. Oh, yeah. not enough people are in default. Uh, the market's great. Everything's rosy. But they went and did the research boots on the ground and they saw something before the rest of the market. Yeah. And what we did is like the same thing, only it's the opposite where we were talking to people and it's like, oh man, we were in Tampa. We were in Miami. We were in a bidding war in Coral Springs, yeah. a small submarket. Remember that cop we talked yeah. to? Um, we just had a bidding war on our house. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think the market's going to slow down though. Remember he said yeah, that all the time. Yeah. And, and I'm like, <clears throat> Oh my God, they don't know what's coming. Yeah. They're they like don't a year behind. They're like a year behind where we are here. Where, where I would, yeah. Maybe yeah. more than a year. Yeah, maybe more. Psy- because psychologically you have people in Windsor that still won't accept what's happening <laughs> yeah. in Windsor. They don't yeah. understand migration. They don't understand that people from GTA and all over the country have money in deep pockets and yeah. they're coming here to buy and they won't accept it. And the same thing's happening there where they don't understand real estate and the market. They don't understand that people from all over the world are coming to Florida as a hub. And there's not enough houses across the US. The same holds true in Florida. And that this trend might be five or 10 years in the making because that's how long it's been happening in Windsor even and a lot of major cities across Canada. For sure. So we think that we are very early here. Yeah. Not... You know, we're not at ground zero, no. but we're in the second inning of, yeah. a, of a nine inning game. For, for sure. In, in, yeah. in okay. our opinion. Yeah. Like when we talk to these people, they're like, oh, yeah, we had like, you know, a couple bids on our house as a bidding war. And we're, we're over here where you got like 40 bids on a house. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah we're, now, yeah, we're we're ahead of the curve going down there right now. Yeah. And it was like, it's all relative, right? Yeah. It's all relative. We're comparing that market to That's here, a good point. Right. So, it, and you and you said, uh, hey, we didn't we didn't get a, a, a crazy deal. It was a good deal, yeah. but it's a crazy deal relative to what's exactly. available here. Exactly, and that's the key. That's the key. Yeah. This deal is like fucking highway robbery compared to what you can get here. If you were to take this and put yeah. it in Windsor, Ontario, it, it would, would probably be a three cap. Yeah, it would be double. Yeah. We're buying it for over a six cap, yeah. so it would be double. You, you you would be buying this for for double. So you'd be buying it for twenty million. Yeah, which would mean your returns would be half. Yeah, exactly. Your ROI would be yeah. Would be so, so it's all relative, right? You know, in in somebody in the Florida market might not look at this and say, "Well, why would you buy that? It's not a steal." Well, you don't have to get a steal. What you have to do is you have to buy right, buy in the right locations, mm-hmm. and make sure that you're buying property that's going to appreciate because that's where that's where you're going to earn yeah. the biggest amount of money. Yeah, and sometimes things don't look like a steal until a year or two later. Exactly. And anybody that bought anything in Windsor, Ontario or many other cities in Canada 4 years ago ha- now looks like a steal. But I bet yeah. at the time it wasn't a steal no, for a not, lot of these places, I, I right? I can vouch for that. Yeah. It Absolutely. was just like an average deal or it looked a couple, average. A couple places I bought a couple years ago I was like, "Ah, fuck, like I don't even know if I want to buy this. It's not really that great of a deal, mm-hmm. but I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm going to Hedge my bet and say that this is going to increase in value. Yeah, I even yeah, bought yeah. like it came up the other day. I bought a house on Rankin. Okay. It was arguably not even. I overpaid for it. I, I got into a, like something where uh, they took like best and final offer kind of thing, and I was just like, "Fuck, throw ten grand at it, just get the fucking deal done." Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was over for sure. It was like the comparables. It was ten, twenty thousand dollars over. Now the fucker's worth half a mil. Yeah, yeah. you know. So. In a couple of years, yeah. yeah. So I, at the time, <clears> right, and, really that, and what we're saying is now is like this is a good deal now, yeah. but given the fundamentals of what's happening in Florida and across the U.S. with a mm-hmm. shortage of housing, this is going to look like a great deal yeah. in a couple of years. You got almost all the units are at least somewhat below market rent. Oh, they are, like, yeah, fifty yeah, to one hundred bucks a unit, yeah. kind of minimum. Yeah. We talk to the tenants in the building. Yes, hey, this, is, you- this is key too. Yeah. So, so when we when we were there. And 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 the the specific type of tenant that I like to talk about or like to talk to are if you can find like older women, mm-hmm. 
or younger, younger women. Um, and the reason why I like to do that is I don't, obviously I'm not trying to marginalize women or whatever, but if, if they feel comfortable walking in that area at night, walking home from work, if they have young kids or single mother, that's when you know you have something. Yeah, they feel safe. They feel safe. You yeah. want to make sure that your tenants feel safe around that particular property. And they all did. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk to one person there that even had anything bad to say about the property. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had older, we spoke to older couples. Remember that one, the couple of units that we went into, they were, there was an older couple and, and they loved the area. And that particular, that particular older couple, he worked in Miami, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So he drove worked, in, he, and worked, yep. he, worked, he worked in Miami and he, he drove into Miami. Yeah. Now here's why you can't afford exactly. to rent anything in Miami. That's exactly like, what he's just, talking about. And, and it'd be and, two grand a month. Exactly. So so that's why what we're seeing is is as Miami is exploding, my, North Miami is not far from yeah, North Miami at, Beach is yeah. not far from Miami. It's only like, like literally with no traffic, it's like fucking 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the same road even at the ocean side all the way up. It's mm-hmm. the same. It's literally the same property. It's it's just, all it is is a different. Uh, area code, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's almost like uh, you know, if you're if you're in Windsor, not even if, if you're Miami, Miami uh, North Miami Beach would be like uh, comparing Toronto to n- not even Mississauga. No, it's just it's not like Mississauga's too far. Probably still in Toronto. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's nothing for that Miami, uh, you know, the city of Miami to continue to expand and mm-hmm. move up. Big time, big or, time. Or, 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 or the, yeah, or the tenant base, like continue to move up. And that's what I'm hedging the bet on. Yeah. My, is, is my I know pers- it's happening. It's, yeah. we obviously talk to people that work in Miami that live in, in this particular property mm-hmm. and they commute. My personal opinion is that Miami is going to be the next Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And if you have any doubts about that, hop on our group, yeah. um, Canadians yeah. investing in us real estate, yeah. just check out the articles we posted. Yeah. This tech company's move, this yeah. Bitcoin company setting up shop. Mayor Suarez attracts this company, this company, yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft. I know. The most um, left-leaning fucking company ever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is is, you know, arguably ever. I don't even I don't really know where they lean, but they're going to the most, you know, Republican state. Yeah. That it, it, no state taxes. People exactly. probably want to live there. It's close to the ocean. Um, real estate's probably cheaper than a lot of these yeah. other and they have the tech talent. When as it comes well. when it comes down to companies, when it comes down to you know, politics affecting you know, the a company's bottom line, you, you will see the hypocrisy. A hundred percent. And, and yeah. Then, yeah. it's whenever, inevitable. When, whenever it's, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. inevitable. And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing, right? Yeah. So we've seen what's, what happened to California real estate over the past, I don't know, hundred years. Yeah. Uh, be, you know, driven by Silicon Valley and high mm-hmm. paying tech jobs and the wealthiest, <laughs> most powerful country, uh, companies in the world, mm-hmm. all are headquartered in, uh, California, what do you think is going to happen to real estate values? Yeah, right, course. like it's inevitable. Yeah. Rents are going to go up, prices yeah. are going to go up, and we are in—I don't know—the second inning here. Yeah, and like Flor- I said, Florida is like predominantly like affordable. Rel- it, it, yes. it's, it's oh, rel- relatively, yeah, it's relatively affordable. It's probably one of the most affordable states. Exactly. So, the huge landmass. Yeah, tons of cities that are populous, yeah. and uh, you know they. Uh, th- this is a new trend, right? So it yeah. just hasn't caught up. Just like Windsor, yeah, it's like the Windsor of the U.S. or yeah. something like that. You know, you can say that. Yeah, only <laughs> only it, it's uh, on the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. and there's a lot more money there. A lot, yeah. you know, major universities yeah. all across the state. Like, you yeah. know, it's a different level, of I, course. I think, but I think, uh, did you say that? Well, 
No, because weather it's wise, just, like technically yeah. weather wise. Yeah. And the reason why I say weather wise is because we are the most southern part part it's of true. Canada. It's true. So we do have the most favorable weather in the country. And you know what? It, but our weather true. is still yeah. you can't compare. And they kind of have a weather. negative stigma for some reason. Like what? Florida, Florida what? has a negative stigma. I find in the media, yeah. just like kind of like Windsor does, um, does or it? just in people's minds. Does Windsor? I don't. Wa- I don't watch the news anymore. Uh, just in people's minds, I find, oh, Windsor, Windsor's like, oh, it's an automotive town, or oh, it's kind of a blue like collar, very, very or oh, it's collar. broke, or like the yeah, armpit yeah, of yeah, okay, You know, just kind of yeah. like that mentality. Yeah. And people are just stuck on that mentality, right? And they will just refuse to catch Won't up with the stuck on it more, please. <laughs> yeah, more for us. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. let's talk about the weather too. How, how about the, like, how big of a draw? Yeah. And, and I love this uh, analogy. Um, one of your colleagues said it, Dan, which is globally, Windsor and many other Canadian cities most of them actually are globally a delocation. Okay. Mm. You might have like, yeah, Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto. Yeah. Even Toronto, like it it doesn't, it's not on the ocean. Yeah. Right. It's on one of the great lakes. Yeah. It doesn't have the weather. Yeah. Um, It's really, what is it? It's pretty far North. You got six months of winter. Like what's really that great about it globally? Yeah. They're only globally a great city because they're just a great city, right? It's a, it's populous. It has all the amenities, Yeah. but, but geolocation wise, it's not a top tier location. No, uh, globally, Florida's got to be, you know, in the top 10, 20. Like Miami, Miami yeah. area. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got the ports, you've got yeah. the weather, you're close to the equator. You've got crazy job growth. You've got yeah. a cra- crazy even job base. Like you have, you have uh, massive economic fundamental drivers. Yes. Like unlike, massive. Like that, yeah. that's, that's one of the things that I actually like about um, U.S. real estate versus Canadian real estate. Big time. Uh, especially in our our location. Not necessarily Toronto, because I, I you know, to some extent I do believe like Toronto does have like economic fundamental drivers, right? Because it's Toronto, like mm-hmm. for what mm-hmm. you just said, it's a metropolis. It's like one of the biggest Toronto's like one of the biggest cities. Yeah, you got in, all the in, banks in North headquartered America, there. Right? Yeah. You got all the tech companies. Yeah. So so but that's far and few between. We don't mm. have a lot of that. I agree. Right. Yeah. So so for here we lack the the fundamentals of an economy. Like we we truly do lack the fundamentals of an economy. If if somebody were to say, right off the bat, they were to come to Canada or come to this city, and like say an economist were to come to Windsor and they were to say, we were to say, hey, our real estate market grew forty three percent year over year last year, and they didn't know anything else, and all they saw was what's going on. Ford and Chrysler, yeah, couple small companies, and, then, and that like, was yeah. it. And, you, yeah. you, and, and at best, like they're struggling, especially with all these shortages and all. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, so they would they would say, "Well, how the fuck that happened?" Right? <laughs> of course, there, there's other things at play: immigration, you know, uh, uh, you know, things like that. Obviously, that 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 is that is an economic driver. I'm mm-hmm. not going to argue that. You know, when people when you have a slew of people coming into a city. Uh, regardless if they're bringing wealth or not bringing wealth, those people still need services and products. So yeah, it will a, drive the market. A potent mix yeah. of immigration yeah. and no supply. Exactly. A so, potent mix. Exactly. So, so that, but that to me is not long-term strong fundamentals. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I don't like. It could be long-term strong fundamentals. I don't know. But when I look at other cities that have like, you know, when you got Microsoft going, when you got like Oracle, when you've got, you know, uh, who knows what else? I don't even remember. Like, I can't even remember all these fucking companies. Yeah, going there's a lot of startups, yeah, a lot of crazy Bitcoin amount. stuff. Yeah, like a, a crazy yeah. amount of tech, a, a crazy amount of uh, infrastructure being built there, a, a crazy amount of everything going on in there. Not only that stuff, now you still have 
national migration. You have immigration. You, you, have, you, a, have, yeah, you, you have, have everything that we have here above and beyond what we have here. Yes, because uh, the, we got to remember, states have a lot of power over there, but still federally, yeah. the federal government's going to open up the immigration borders yeah, in the U.S., they in, are. My, in my opinion. It's, yeah. fucking, it's, it's like a floodgate yeah, right where, now. Where are those people going to go? Yeah. Uh, they're going to go to an affordable, warm climate. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what yeah, I would do, Yeah. yeah. right? Like yeah. I would be, you know, so federally- um, those factors are still in play, and also just the the same factors that are limiting supply in Canada, which are material shortages all across the globe, shipping delays, rising fuel costs because of their stupid policies on carbon and all that stuff. Yeah, that are rising the cost of everything. Um, you, you're you're faced with the same limiting supply factors over there, so you're, you're almost getting the, the the whole package. We have a couple things, right? Immigration and uh, low supply. They yeah. have immigration, low supply, and macroeconomic yeah. major economical drivers, yeah. big money. So it's almost like jet fuel potential yeah. over there. Yeah, you have an a location. You, you have an a location on the global map yeah. on a world yeah. on a world map. So 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 with that said, you you have you have the eyes of the world. Mm-hmm. You don't have the eyes of like you know Southern Ontario, right? You have the eyes of the world mm-hmm. on you, right? So yeah. it's just different, man. You got guy. You, you you have people from all over the world looking to be there, looking to be there, looking to invest in there. Yeah, be there and yeah. and invest too. That's a good yeah. point. A lot yeah. of uh, investment money. Yeah, is, is yeah. you think we're the only ones thinking this? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking hundreds of thousands, of millions of people. Yeah, not just. I'm talking global money too. Yeah, I'm talking I mean. Chinese yeah. money. Money from all around the the world is going to be looking to park their money in Florida. They're yeah. one of the only open areas in the world like it's like a global shutdown and 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 states like this are are the the only ones still running at almost full capacity look when we were down there how many masks did we see how many people told us to to put a mask on we went in a store yeah none here zero yeah zero literally zero nobody it's a different world yeah right um and and people it's it's like it was when it was it was Before normal. I actually yeah. forgot about it. Yeah. I remember we were driving around. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, it's a pandemic. I forgot. Yeah. And here's the thing. We didn't see a bunch of dead bodies uh, strewn about the, no, no, the no, ground no. either, even right? Like, we were, even when we were, you know, driving by hospitals or seeing that kind of stuff. I remember we, we even talked to a couple of people that were involved in the healthcare system and they were like, yeah, I don't believe the news. Like it's not, they, they ain't telling the right stories. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust uh, yeah. the news. They're obviously, <clears throat> when, when, when a state goes against the national mandate, they're going to use the media to attack them. And that's out in full force right now. Oh yeah, uh, just pull up an article, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's 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 all over the place. So don't it, same things happening in Canada. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. Don't don't trust the news. That's why we wanted to go down and verify our, yeah. um, you know, uh, objective, objective data, data, right? Yeah. With the subjective analysis, and I'm telling you, it was verified times ten. It was actually yeah. more yeah. potent than I thought it was. Yeah. I actually left Florida thinking, wow, we we, we got to get going now. So th- this this was interesting too. This was one of the first times I've ever actually put some put boots on the ground, gone down to a property, or actually physically gone to a property that I saw prior to like you know again I I, I underwrote this deal prior to actually going down there. Mm. When I went down there, this was one of the first times that I've actually been to a property that was that my notion was I was pleasantly surprised after the fact of seeing it mm. rather than physically going there 
and being a little bit kind of disappointed. Yeah, even though I'm Windsor, yeah, hundred percent, eighty percent of the I, I time, I'm like, I yeah. yeah, I don't remember the last time I've actually gone to a property that I had better feelings about after I physically went there mm-hmm. than actually than looking at it online first. Hundred yeah. percent. I've never, I've, the same I, I've almost yeah. never had that. And and one of the reasons why is is number one, definitely number one was the location. I I did not actually realize how good of a location it was for, for someone to live until you get down there and see uh, yes. and feel it, right? You're back on a million dollar homes. Yeah. Like it literally 10 to 15 minutes from the major, yeah. I could throw beach. a rock and hit a $6 million mansion yeah. on the water. Yeah. Like what the fuck is that? Yeah. I could walk to the whole foods, Starbucks. I could go to LA fitness. Like those fucking retailers, they don't set up shop unless they know yeah, what they're they, doing. They know what's up. Yeah. They know what's up. And then we, there, there's a five minute drive to ball Harbor beach on the beach there on that beach. You have Gucci Chanel, like, <laughs> What the fuck is going on yeah, there? We're buying stuff in Windsor. That's a five minute drive to Sandpoint Beach. Exactly. Right? At, a, at half the cap rate. Exactly. You know, at a three cap. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's crazy. It, yeah, it really is. It really is. So you it have really to go down fire. there and you have to yeah. look at it subjectively. You have to talk to the people locally. You have to talk to the tenants. You have to talk to the managers. That's another thing that we did. Talk to the actual manager yeah, of the, the property. Man. Yeah. Impressed the, as well with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talk to the talk to the uh uh, talk to the property manager or the portfolio or the or, or the the property itself. You got to you got to get the you, you got to get the lay of the land. Yeah, you're, there you're, is. I'm telling people whether or not you're interested in this deal or whatever. The ability to subjectively analyze something that isn't available mm-hmm. in a hard data point is a skill that most people lack. Especially mm-hmm. investors, they think everything can be learned in a YouTube video in a book. No, yeah. no you need to see things yeah. that the rest of the people don't see. Because that's how you that's how you get ahead of the market, yeah. right? People are going to jump on Florida two or three years from now when it's when when the cap rates are half. This is how I started my portfolio was gut, mm-hmm. like with my gut. Oh, it's, it's, I, I bought property yeah. based off gut. I think Be- it's more important yeah. than than the, you you have to know numbers, right? Yeah. And obviously, yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah. I saw the way you crunch the numbers yeah. here. I trust you on that stuff. Yeah. But I I just think that the subjective because the you can learn to run numbers. Yeah, Anybody yeah, can yeah, learn yeah. that. Yeah. You can't learn to be a good investor. Yeah. Without getting out there and doing it, getting mm-hmm. hammered, winning and losing over years and years and years, and then learning the yeah. game and then getting good at it. Yeah, you ha- you, I, I, when I started all this, when I, back in when it was like 2008, I, I had to have gut. I had, oh, to, yeah, have, I had was... to have a strong gut because <laughs> if I didn't, whatever I was doing, yeah. I was going to get crushed. Yeah. So I had, a, I, had a, I had strong gut feelings from when I invested in certain things. I was like, okay, listen, this is where it's at now. It can't get any, like, I just, I had a good, well, I what's a good interesting, gut. I like what's I interesting, what's interesting, that is true because people don't understand, people don't realize this, but most people want to buy when things are going up. Yeah. And they don't want to buy when things are going up. You saw it with Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. When it crashed to 30 grand, whatever, a few months ago, everybody, all of a sudden, nobody wanted Bitcoin anymore. Because it's going down. But in like an investor's mind, it's like, oh my God, it's 50% cheaper. Mm. And the true investors are like, okay, like I, I believe in the long-term fundamentals. I'm going to buy now. But the average or worse investor gets scared and they don't buy. So the ability to buy in that market is an underrated quality that most investors think, oh yeah, I would have bought in that market. No, you yeah. wouldn't have. No, no you wouldn't have. Yeah, you you didn't scared. then. Yeah. You wouldn't now. When yeah. the crash comes, which the, when the inevitable crash yeah. comes, you will remain on the sidelines. I talk to a lot of people that have money that that say all kinds of shit like that. Oh, and, yeah. and when I did oh, all yeah. that back then, I didn't have them. I barely had the yeah, money. Yeah. So I, I scrounged, I sold my fucking car. Like, <laughs> like I, I scrounged up all kinds of money to be able to do that shit. Yeah, but 80% of the people will say you got lucky. Yeah. They would have done the same thing. If oh, if I that that is, I yeah. get that a lot. Oh yeah, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, I yeah, wish yeah. I would have done that. I would have done it for sure. Yeah. No, you wouldn't have. Here, yeah, you well, wouldn't have. And here's another one. I get. Well, if I had the money, I would have yeah. done it. Well, 
you make you get the money, yeah. right? You you find a way, yeah. right? You, you um, people even now, right? Like, oh, I, I just don't have the money to invest. Oh, I just don't have well because you didn't set your life up properly. Yeah, exactly. You you wouldn't or because you, you got a fucking two thousand dollar car payment. Yeah, so you you would have had the same problem in 08, 09, 10, 11, yeah. 12 as you have now, which is you don't you didn't set yourself up properly yeah. to invest. You don't understand money to begin with. Yeah. So you, we're gonna have the same conversation until you die. Yeah. And you're gonna remain in the middle class. Like yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. But everybody thinks that way. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think I think it's huge. Um we gotta wrap up a bit here, but yeah. I, I think the point is we're not saying that we wouldn't invest in any other state. Yeah. Like all we're doing is saying what we saw in Florida there's 52 states in the U.S. Yeah. I would invest in any of them if, yeah, if the numbers are right. There's and, arguably even um, there, there's other fundamental drivers of other states that would probably arguably produce the same amount yeah. of return. They might not be the same drivers. It wouldn't be the same. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Like you're not going to see the same. Hey, we got to go to Florida because like from in, in the beginning of the, the podcast we were talking about. There's going to be certain things that we've seen here. The reason why our market here has appreciated so strong is because shit's been locked down for so mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be certain drivers like that throughout the U.S. I, I wouldn't go to like you know Manhattan right now or or fucking L.A. or whatever. Like those those places seem to be those are too those are too risky for me right now. But, but I mean, I agree. I'm sure there's certain um, sub markets in California. Every state 100%. has markets that I would yes, invest in. Yes, and even so. like. Uh, uh, you know, what we're seeing in the Inland Empire in California, that's one of the fastest growing markets right now because a lot of people are moving out of LA County mm-hmm. and moving into the Inland Empire yeah, in California. It, yeah, it's a bit of a retirement community as well. You have yeah, an aging bit, population. Exactly, there are different, yeah. so I never try to apply a blanket no. strategy to a market. Yeah, we right? are specifically talking about Florida and specifically the Miami-Dade County right now because that is the that is what we're comparing on this podcast and how we actually underwrote that deal objectively and subjectively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe next time we'll hear about uh, the Canton deal that yeah. you did, right? We'll, yeah. we'll get your analysis of how, how you came exactly, to that. Yeah. What are the statistics? Exactly. Totally different yeah, game, right? That's a northern yeah, state. That, that, that's a Michigan. Yeah. It was a Michigan property, senior community. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was very specific reasons why I ended up wanting yeah. that. And they're going to be property. totally different than Florida, exactly. Yeah, but they're still good. Yeah, right? well, so. the, the, I, I think, I actually almost think that the Canton deal that I did in the U.S., um, is arguably more interesting than the the North Miami Beach yeah, property. Awesome, we'll because pick your because there's a couple things that I noticed when I was in that property and underwriting that deal that I don't think people would have actually recognized. Love it. We'll yeah. we'll pick your brain on that next time. Yeah.